Hey, this is Doug. I'm Greg. And this is Mike. And you're listening to the It's Funny, That Makes It Okay podcast. And we hope you enjoy the show. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to the It's Funny podcast. Here we are, middle of May. May. Yes. Just had my... (laughs) Excitement. You can feel it in the room. Cut it. The tension with a knife. Well, you know, as we mentioned last week on the podcast, I turned 60 last week. So the letter 60. uh, I don't know how late I'll be able to go tonight. I need to get to bed. Um, (laughs) Well, I saw that you ate supper at 345, which was good. (laughs) Yeah. and and Get that blue plate special. And in a month, I am going to Florida on vacation. Maybe I'll look for a retirement community while I'm down. I think if you go down there and you're over 60, you don't get to leave again. You just, nope, you are now here. You're now in Florida. I am in Florida, which I, you know. I don't think I'd complain too hey, much about. It wouldn't be too bad, I wouldn't think. No. We went to Florida a couple months Could ago, and uh, I actually looked at a uh, 50s-plus community. Like, you know, I could live here someday. <laughs> I just embraced the old man. It's fine. Did you say 50s-plus? 50-plus, Oh, yeah. well, yeah, you could be there pretty soon. Yes, I know. I know. That's, <laughs> well, that's why I went with a 50-plus. Oh, What's well, yeah. younger? Younger kid. Yeah, I'd be middle-aged. Oh, you'd be driving, who let these stupid kids in here playing their rock music? <laughs> They're playing like Frank Sinatra or something. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's go down the run. We have a a quick intro. I have one little thing. I think Greg has one little thing. We're gonna we're gonna do a segment called "Get a Job." So, where if you if you need a job, you may want to get your pen and paper, write these down. We'll we'll try to help you find a job. Uh, Talk a little paranormal activity. Yeah. Hulu's got a document coming out. I saw, and this kind of triggered the thought on that. And uh, then we're going to finish up with some pole dancing. So we're not going to be pole dancing. Well, I don't no. know. I don't. I don't plan on pole dancing. I don't know how that would translate anyway. And I got the, the pole podcast. mounted here in the studio. I would probably bend the pole if I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I get up there, start swinging around. I wouldn't swing around much. So no, there wouldn't be much swinging. But we do. We have. We have a story. I falling. Got fall. <laughs> yes, falling off the pole. <laughs> so that's where we're at. Yeah. So uh, what do you got? Let's fire what, up. What's new? Well, I. Was driving around in a couple neighborhoods, and uh, actually, Mike, this was over in your neighborhood. I saw this sign, but I've seen them several places. Hold it! Why are you driving around in neighborhoods? I, I... well, I picked Mike up uh, a couple weeks ago for your surprise birthday party because oh. his wife was over decorating the place. So oh, I got a little you. behind the scenes stuff that nobody that listens to this cares. But little kids are going, uh, "No, there's the man no, in the white truck." No. I would have uh, brought the stripper pole, you know, over to your party, but I was told that's not allowed. <laughs> no, so. I, I do like the fact that, that you have a travel stripper pole. That's yeah, you know, pretty collapsible. Nice. collapsible. Yeah, it's like a pool cue, you know. <laughs> you just never know up. when you're going to use You just have well, to erect the pole and you're ready to go. Well, with COVID, we, you know, we don't want I think that's what it says on the bag, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, just erect yeah. the pole, you're ready to go. <laughs> Make sure pole is stiff before me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I see these signs a lot. And is there a more worthless sign to me? Now, I know that people want to put it up there and they make, maybe it makes them feel better. But the signs that will say like, slow down, children playing, or drive like your children live here. Has those ever, has anybody been like, yeah, just getting on it. All right. I'm going to tear it up. And they like. They're flying through at like 80 miles an hour. They see that sign. Like, oh, I better slow down. I wasn't. I didn't realize that there were children present in this neighborhood. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's a it suburban neighborhood. Worked? Has it ever worked? I would say no. I would say that's more worthless than like a yield sign. Nobody listens to yield signs. 
when or he's, uh, pays attention to him. You see all those. It's like the little kid, like the plastic, you know, bright yellow little <laughs> yeah, kid yeah. Uh, things they have out there. Yeah, but yep. those signs are all over. Yeah, yep, they all love over the place. that sign. Again, I think it makes uh, you know the mom and dad feel a little better. Like, well, there. Then they, if they put those signs up, then they just turn the kids loose and they don't have to watch them. It's like, ah, we put the sign up. Maybe that's it. <laughs> Maybe that's it's it. All right, little Jimmy, go outside and play. Can I go to the park? Yeah, we got the signs up. Go wherever you want. You can run down the middle of the street. So anyway, yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't think those signs do much good. No, I don't think they do any good. But. Any of those signs, speed limit. I mean, drive like your children live here. <laughs> what if you hate your kids? I hate my kids. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to drive flat out now. <laughs> I'm going to try to run them over. That's right. Stupid kid. Get out of my house. <laughs> You're 30 years old. Why are you still living here? <laughs> um, my gripe this week kind of hinges off last week's i complained last week because i was i couldn't hardly talk last week when we did the podcast because of the spring allergens in the air that is where i am this week yeah i, I mowed last night and i am i mowed tonight i'm oh, surprised i'm my not sinuses are killing me yeah but nobody cares about that so move on well this has to do with mowing oh so beautiful. it's been so damp and cool this spring plus i had my yard treated this year with you know chemicals <laughs> and it's just going crazy with the, all the damp, cool air. So Friday night, you know, we had my party. So I was going to come home from work and mow quick because I thought I was going out to dinner. I didn't know I was going to a surprise birthday party. So I thought, well, I can knock out at least a side real quick. But I got home and, and Lori had said she had told my son to go out and mow because she didn't want me mowing because she knew we were having a party. Well, he, he started mowing in the afternoon sometime. <laughs> He had to mow the side yard three times to get it down to kind of the level we like to keep it at. And he had to mow the backyard all the way across once. He mowed 3.78 miles because <laughs> <laughs> he had his, his, uh, I don't know, his thing, his app on his phone was, was tracking him or whatever. So yeah, to mow well, the yard. You do live at the giant estate. So I mean, maybe you should downsize a little bit. My normal mowing time is just over an hour for the whole yard. So I mowed today, as a matter of fact, before I think I said that before we started. And yeah, right at an hour, we're back down to normal level. But then, so he mowed. I went out the next day. He mowed three times on the side yard. I had mowed the front yard earlier in the week, and he mowed one time in the backyard. I mowed two more times in the backyard on Saturday, and then I mowed again today. So I don't know. That's my gripe. Just crazy grass grass growing. I think you're due for a riding mower at this at this point. And with my age and stuff, I probably should have one. <laughs> I think you should. <laughs> but no, I didn't. I, I don't I don't have a riding mower. It's a push mower. So are we got all right, we're gonna move on to I'm, uh to get a job. I'm ready. Let's let's get a job. Let's all see right. what well, we these got. These are these are Facebook job listings. Lots of jobs out there. Lots yes, of jobs. Lots of jobs. <clears throat> a lot of these I'm just gonna read the the title of the job and you know, maybe or maybe not guess or we can just discuss what we that job might be or just kind of talk about it a little bit but it's funny when i was looking these up too as a side note my facebook app threw up an, an error on my phone when i was looking for these and it says an unexpected error occurred please try please try later do you ever expect an error <laughs> i mean it's like well some things yes i mean 
McDonald's. Yes. Well, I yeah. Now that well, yeah, that <laughs> would be a good notice. An uh, unexpected error has occurred. Right. But if you're expecting it, you know that that's okay. You don't need to tell me. I know you're going to screw this up somehow, yeah. some way. That's that's an error I would expect. Yeah. But really my Facebook app has been pretty stable. I don't usually get errors on it, but yeah, an unexpected error occurred. Well, actually, I didn't expect it. Now that you say that, Greg, I'm going to go to a mini gripe here for just a second. Ooh, a mini gripe. Mini gripe. Uh, this week has been challenging with some of the projects I'm working on at work. One of the most annoying pet peeves I have with the software we use at work is we will get errors that will cause the software to crash or fail, whatever. And the most common error message in response that we get to this is something unexpected caused the tool to fail. <laughs> that's always awful. Of course. Yeah. I like, can really troubleshoot that. That's just the like one of the running jokes around the office. Like, oh, boy, great. Thanks. Like, Another one of those unexpected errors. Yeah. Something unexpected caused this to fail. It's like, <laughs> gee, I, I wonder what it could be. I, I just We're always lost in suspense. Yeah. Wondering why. So, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, let's move on to some uh, some jobs. We'll help people. You know, some of these people might want to apply for, and if you do, we can maybe <clears throat> connect them with you know Facebook, the listing, and they, can, we they can knock themselves All out. All right. So the first one is for a pizza dough stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> Just hey, a stretcher? I, Just a stretcher. I did work. Uh, well, I I did more than just. The dough stretching. Well, this but is hey, the dough I stretching. Did that position? I I know what's involved there. So it says we are looking for a seasoned hand Ooh. pizza dough stretcher. I might apply for this one actually. Or a fifteen-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a stress. This is not a stress sausage. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a pizza dough stretcher. Go ahead. You must have prior experience hand stretching pizza dough. <laughs> Please do not respond if you do not possess this skill set. Well, you just grab the dough and you stretch it, right? I mean, is there... Well, no, there's a... Technique? There's a t- there's multiple techniques. For <laughs> there's, well, you can't just stretch it out. I mean, you have to knead the dough in order to get it It to... did not say no, a dough it stretcher. It says a stretcher. Is there video? Like, should I look up... <laughs> Stretching the dough. That's in the what? training set. Well, no, you can't have training because you got to already know how to do this. You, I, they don't have the, time to train. Mike just now puts in the VHS tape of the the, the, the training video, and a guy's like, "Pizza man's here." I don't have any money to pay for the pizza. <laughs> Hold it. That's I'm going to teach you how to stretch the pizza dough. <laughs> All right, well, so that's the first one. All right, we'll oh move along because some of these yeah. could take a little long. The next one is a margin analyst. <laughs> you know, you're typing your document, and you don't know if your margins are set correctly. This guy could come up and tell you, you know, we always use a one-inch margin, never a quarter inch. What's that your word, Doug? What are you doing? Custom margins? Are you serious? You are not ready for custom margins. You put that back to one inch. <laughs> Half inch at the top and bottom. Yeah. That's the best I can do for you. Or maybe, you know, this is an analyst position. So maybe, you know, you go in and they tell you they're going to be typing up some documentation. And this guy is in charge of saying how much, how much words you can get on the paper based on what margins maybe. you have. So a lot of algorithms and things about calculating how wide the margins are. At first, I thought you said this was a margarine analyst. Oh. <laughs> uh, but a, a different yeah. position, but you know, yes, but, yes. A margarine analyst. All right. Next one is for a skilled carpenter. Not that unskilled carpenter. Yes, we don't want the unskilled carpenter. We want skilled carpenters. 
Do you have to have previous experience with this one? Well, background skills needed. It did say what did it say about this one? Because the unskilled to- carpenters build pergolas. It's just half done. <laughs> ah, close enough. Yeah, because Good enough. I'm an unskilled carpenter. Yeah. If you wanted a gazebo, you hire the skilled guy. You want a pergola, trellis, something with holes in it. Unskilled. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. Go. Those you things are always angled. Get by with the discount carpenter. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. <clears throat> all right, the next one is a floating early Head Start teacher. That would scare the little kids to death. <laughs> Hello, kids. I'm your teacher. I think I'm just floating in the room. Kids are crying and screaming. Yes, a floating Head Start teacher. And what is a what's a Head Start school? It's three blocks in front of the other ones. <laughs> It's a little slower, so we give it a head start. Yeah. What do you start with, like embryos and start training them? I mean, it's Could like because kids go to school early, anyways. So I don't know what, but you got a floating teacher for them. Well, and in addition to that, we could have some uh, pretty interesting teachers here because wasn't there a three-year-old teacher position? There was point? a three-year-old yeah. teacher. So yeah, there's going to be some diversity. Yeah, floating head classrooms. start teacher, three-year-old teachers. We've got them all. We have yeah. all of them. All right. How about a. A virtual custom care professional. A virtual custom or custom? Virtual. Oh, I'm sorry. Customer care okay. professional. So I don't know if it's the customers are virtual and you're taking care of them. Or you have to be virtual. Or you're virtual. Or the customer care is virtual. It's not real. Yeah. See, McDonald's shows right up. We don't have real customer care. We have virtual customer care. <laughs> And then there's uh there's three that are just a single word. I mean, so the first one is extra. <laughs> I need to hire extra. Yeah. So huh. if you just want to be, and it's not an extra for a movie. It's just extra. Just extra. Like extra. the gum? This is it's just, gum. just extra. extra it's well, extra. I don't know. It's at People Ready in Davenport, Iowa. I think it's just whatever they need, <laughs> you're going to do it. <laughs> Because you're pretty, extra. That's that's pretty broad. I don't know if I have the skill set for that or not. Well, you could be a floating head, head start teacher head or start a pizza teacher. stretcher or whatever they need you to be, I guess. I've been extra a number of times. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> maybe uh, maybe that's it. And then the next one is a combo. So you want to be a combo. Combo. I don't know if that's a jazz band yeah, or if a uh, snack. Combo. Yeah. It's uh summary is clear and reset tables. Clean the dining area and tables. Wash dishes, pots, utensils, silverware, china. So busboy. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why we're calling it a combo, but that's what they're calling it. And that's at IHOP. Can I get the combo over here to clean my table? Yes, please. Please. <laughs> the number three combo. <clears throat> and then the next one is just service. <laughs> I'd like you to, are service. I'd like to apply for service. <laughs> <laughs> and this is at another eatery, Childers. So yes. you're just service. So you show up and perform a service. I would like service. Yeah. <laughs> they work alongside the margarine analyst. All right. Yes, they do. Another single word one. Demonstrator. Well, COVID this year and all the things going on in the world, there's probably a need for some extra demonstrators. We're yeah. probably running out of them. <laughs> you can go out and, yeah, they hand you a sign. What, it doesn't matter. Put <laughs> the sign up and run down the street and uh, just holler stuff. All well, right, cool. It's the slow, the slow neighborhoods. <laughs> demonstrate. Well, this is full time. <clears throat> Ooh, a full time. So this is a forty hour a week demonstration job. That's so, a lot of demonstration. That is a lot. Of demonstration. I don't know if I got the stamina for forty hours a week of demonstrations. <laughs> and then I, I like this one. Um, 
work from home remotely. <laughs> so does that mean you go home? Is that the position? But leave and work remotely from... I don't understand. You come into the office and remote into your house. <laughs> what do you actually do? Do you just work on whatever? Or? Well, you're in, mar- you're in marketing. Oh. But you're working from home remotely. When you just work remotely from home. <laughs> Not work from home remotely. remotely? <laughs> I send my car and work from home remotely. Yeah. Sometimes I go to the co- the coffee shop and I do not remote in the house. <laughs> and then into work. Yeah, and into work. So you have to I double. I got a couple computers going here. I got to double a uh, remote into that computer and then start Zoom from my phone on my computer to Zoom into the work the computer. Room. Yeah. It yeah. <laughs> uh, seems overcomplicated to me. I, I think we could just, just stay home. Yeah. Because part of our duty here is not only to help people find jobs, but to help HR people learn how to word their job listings correctly. <laughs> so uh, work from home <sighs> remotely. remotely. Okay. Part-time. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing the rest of the time. But not working from home But you can't remotely. go home. <laughs> remotely you could. <laughs> All right. This next guy. I don't know what he does or she, I guess. I could be either. A transitional manager. So manage transitions. <laughs> yeah. If you maybe you've got people in your company who are transitioning and you <laughs> maybe manage, manage them. them. <laughs> you help them. <laughs> Fred, you're looking good. I don't know, but they're Sally, actively- I hope you're going back. <laughs> Not quite finished yet, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that it's a whole different meaning anymore than when I was a kid. I yeah, they're seeking one full-time transitional manager. <laughs> or maybe they want you to transition once you get there. <laughs> well, that could be. Uh, it's, uh, this person would Mike, perform. we like it for the job. One question. How how married are you to like the male genitalia? I mean, would you be willing to, to swing a different way if we needed that? <laughs> Whatever it takes for the job, sir. We've got a managerial position <laughs> open for you. Ooh. <laughs> I like in the ad, when I'm reading through, like, it tells you at the bottom how to submit your resume. It said, interesting, interested persons should email cover letter and resume to email hidden. <laughs> well, that's not helpful at all. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. All right. So the last of, like, the single word ones. A balloon artist entertainer. <laughs> so I love painting or? balloons or uh, do are you doing both? Are you doing artwork while you're ballooning? What 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 do you, I don't know. What would a that's at the unique twist and twisting crew. So I picture artist being real dark. So he's like doing balloon art of like, you know, some murder scene or something. <laughs> or maybe this is my tribute to Ted Bundy. The little, oh, my God, Bobby, it's very realistic. But he's entertaining. Yes. I call this one dog hit by car. Oh, they get stopped, Daddy. They didn't listen this to the This is the worst balloon signs. artist I've ever hired. <laughs> Maybe he fills balloons with paint and throws them against the wall. At the kids or the, or at the, the party. Quack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That balloon artist is mean. <laughs> he's real disgruntled. Uh, I could have been professional. He's the Jackson Pollock that didn't quite make it. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now, these next two can kind of go together. We think Doug and I kind of talked about these the other day, and we think maybe these two could have been listed together. Okay. Um, Let's see what are. What are so, they? the first one is a packaging analyst. <laughs> nice so packaging you, out there, Mike. <laughs> I'm going to analyze that you for you. analyzing my package? Yes, I am. <laughs> Or you could be a meat clerk. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you take your package over to the meat clerk, will you? I don't know what the meat clerk does. <laughs> uh, but if he's combined as a package analyst, he could do both. He probably, yeah, packages meat, wraps meat, weighs meat, cuts meat. There's all kinds of things. General clerkage. Yeah, right. General, yeah, clerk stuff. Yeah. Now, hopefully he doesn't have to do some of like the first one where he has to stretch the meat. <laughs> We want to keep it all. Well, unless he knows what he's doing. That's right. If he's a professional. Yeah. If he's a professional, then that's fine. (laughs) You Um, have to have plenty of experience with the stress sausage (laughs) to be the meat clerk. Yes. You do. I like that's the, probably the training material. <laughs> you know what? You, you go home. home and work with the stress sausage for a couple weeks, and then come in. We'll see how you're doing. This is this is your test. They give you the, the fake the fake sausage, and then you can work with that there was before one, we go live. I was thinking there was something I wanted to read from the packaging analyst, but I'm not seeing. Oh, I know what it was. It's in the description. It talks about, you know, what you're doing, make, making sure there is enough food, fiber and infrastructure for a rapidly growing world is what we're about at John Deere. <clears throat> this is where this is. The package analyst. Yeah. That? Yeah. Um, well, that's what they're about. Oh, John like, Deere. what are they doing? Um, <clears throat> I like, though, the, the part in the description here, the world's brightest minds are tackling the world's biggest challenges. If you believe one person can make the world a better place, we'll put you to work right now. <laughs> so you're the one person that's going to make the world a better that place. That's a lot of pressure on you. That's <laughs> a, a lot of weight on your shoulders. Like, as a packaging we hired you. Now, Greg, we got here's we want you to fix world hunger. What? I can't. Yep, one person makes the difference. You're that person. I thought I was the package analyst. Yeah, you're fixing world hunger. <laughs> Mike, you've got peace in the Middle East. That's a lot I of pressure. I thought I should be a meat clerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of pressure to put on somebody. That is that. a lot of pressure. Yeah. I hope the pay is, uh, well, I hope it, I hope it has some good pay. Yeah, it should. Compensatory. Um, <clears throat> these next two are, uh, we kind of thought these were some just good titles to have if you, if you get these jobs. This one is a scrum master. Scrum, scrum master. master. Yes. Yes. That sounds like something from like an early 80s B-level action movie. Oh, I am the scrum master. Yes. Fall before me. <laughs> the guy you'd find like out back uh, in the alley, scrum yeah. master. I picture more like wearing like the Vikings helmet yeah. and, and the loincloth and swinging the double-headed axe. <laughs> Fighting Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the, one is the scrum funny. master. And it's funny, this one doesn't even really tell me what a scrum master is. If you're a scrum master, you know what you're doing. <laughs> under function, it's under information technology. <laughs> so he's got a pocket protector somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I am the scrum master. All right, the next, another one that, you know, got the title that sounds good is the teacher of the visually impaired. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's a that's, that's one way of putting it. Yes, I, I am the teacher, am the teacher of the visually impaired. Of the visually impaired. All right, uh, let's keep moving here because I got a couple more. If they had said visually impaired teacher, that would have been something completely no. different. <laughs> yes, so. it would have. Yes, it would have been. Now this one is uh, fresh cut clerk. Ooh. <laughs> so right after nice you get done at the barber, cut? you come yes. in. You come in there with a beard, long hair. It ain't gonna do it. No, no. you're out. Don't even don't turn around. Don't even come in the store. I wonder how fresh you have to keep yourself to keep your we, job. Well, we want know. a nice fresh cut clerk. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want any sloppy clerks. Anymore. No, they need to be fresh clerks, especially our meat clerks. <laughs> Very fresh cut. <laughs> but what you do? What what this job is? is <laughs> go ahead. I'm assuming they're going to all be Gentile then. If they're <laughs> right? Or that's gonna... I would think so. Okay. <clears throat> oh, so no, not Gentile. If they're fresh cut. I don't know. Yeah, now I'm confused. Yep. <laughs> so the, the uh, responsibilities for the fresh cut clerk are not lim- are They include but are not limited to cutting fruits and vegetables. Providing excellent customer service, gaining product knowledge, rotation of product, merchandising, and controlling shrink while working in a safe manner and fostering the harvest market culture. Controlling shrink? Yeah, that's a, the shrink in the back is out of control. <laughs> Running around diagnosing people. Oh, man, I hate when the shrinkage gets out of control. I was picturing more of that. <laughs> Got to keep the heat up. Don't want it getting cold. <laughs> I like details, or I'm sorry, delivers superior guest service and ensures absolute customer satisfaction. Absolute customer satisfaction. No room for error. Learns. So are you satisfied? Absolutely. Learns and uses the three E's. Can you guess what the three E's are? I have, I have, I have no idea. Engagement. Okay. Educate and empowerment. Okay. So as a fresh cut clerk you've got to empower people um, and educate them suggestive selling sampling i've never had any people at <laughs> suggestive selling Ooh, hi how are you <laughs> would, you you like, a little? <laughs> would you like to see my nice eggplant i've got over here freshly cut yeah <laughs> got some nice melons for you later <laughs> licking your lips hmm <laughs> What's it about? I was just being a suggestive seller like they told me to. <laughs> they give you videos for that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cuts fruits and vegetables using various equipment, knives and RoboCoop. <laughs> like various equipment? Don't you just cut with a knife? That's it? Uh, I don't know what a RoboCoop is. C O U P E. I don't either. I don't know what that is. Another job the robots are taking away from a human that used to do that. <laughs> Read and acknowledge, or read and follow recipes. Okay. Uh, knows seasonality. <laughs> what, what season are we in? Fall? <laughs> Merry Christmas. It's July, Fred. It's July. <laughs> Maybe that's part of that suggestive selling. You're fired. <laughs> uh, let's see. Anything else in there that's any good? Um, let's see. Promotes and, es- promotes and supports established programs. I don't know what that is. Um, promote sales, doing a lot of promoting. Um, you gotta be, your key attributes are passion with a purpose, foodie slash farmer, 
Foodies, foodie farmer. Yeah, that's like one of your key attributes. You, you got to be a farmer, a foodie slash farmer. What's a foodie? Someone who's into food. Yeah, real big into food. And I'm into food. Thirst Um, for knowledge slash curious slash inquisitive. I'm assuming this is working at a grocery store, right? Because it's at the harvest market. I don't know. I worked at a grocery store, and none of those attributes were with anybody that worked there. You got to be a people enthusiast, outgoing, (laughs) up with people. (laughs) You got to be genuine. You got to be trendy or fun, honest, a techie. You got to be a techie. A te- to, for what? To, 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 to be a farmer to, and to run a techie. the robo, run, run the robo coop. coop. Yeah, that's right. It's a robo coop. You don't uh, want that getting out of hand. Knife skills. It's bad enough when the shrinkage gets out of hand. I have yeah. You know, <laughs> knife skills. I feel like Napoleon. Yeah, I have nunchuck. I have skills. nunchuck skills. <laughs> I don't have knife knife skills though. And what does that mean if you're applying for the job? What kind of knife skills you got to have? I've killed three people with a knife. <laughs> Ability to work in a fast-paced environment with your knife. <laughs> uh, problem-solving skills, high energy level, ability to multitask. This position has no supervisory responsibilities. Well, that's good. All right, so that's the first. Foodie is a clerk. person with particular interest in food. That's it. Oh, I never heard that before. I think it says a gourmet. So uh, this next one, I kind of liked your comment on it. A plumber helper. Plumber. Plumber. I thought, I thought that was a plunger. Yeah, like a plunger. Was there a guy like just standing there, like helping the plumber? The plumber comes or? in. The plumber helper only shows like an inch of butt crack. He's just the helper. <laughs> we can't, you know, that's how you know where you're at. He bends over, you get like half the butt crack. That's a full professional plumber. He's just showing you up like an inch, just the top of his whale tail. <laughs> that's, that's just the helper. I'm not paying full rate. I know you're just the helper. Sorry. <laughs> and do you go through like the apprenticeship to become a plumber helper or is that part of the training to you know you be you hand me the wrench yes. yeah and that probably is the first thing in the video is i the failed that as a kid with my father already <laughs> <laughs> no hold the light here no not in my eyes <laughs> shine it on the bolt all right and the last one this is my favorite uh-oh an amusement attendant. <laughs> and the, uh, you want to be amused? You hire the amusement attendant. Yes. <laughs> Humor me, Jester. Yes. <laughs> but I love the description, the overview. Imagine your ideal job. See, this is already, it's like, it's a story. This yes. Is, it's, now add bowling. <laughs> And arcade games. Wow. So, yeah, my ideal job is I'm a multimillionaire on the beach. Now I'm bowling. With, with bikini women everywhere. And a bowling alley. This is fantastic. Get and, these women out of the way. Give me a ball. And parties every day of the week. Ooh. Ooh. This isn't an ordinary workplace. It's the beginning of a bold over New career <laughs> as a game room slash amusements attendant with Bolero Corp. Bolero. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Video games. Um, yeah, if your dream job involves being surrounded by all the latest cutting-edge arcade games and getting people as excited as you are about playing them, <laughs> then you may be perfect for this role. <laughs> 
If you can get them out of the basement of their mom's house, <laughs> yeah, they would be great. Uh, I, love I, don't, I don't think these people have a car. I think they're they're gonna <laughs> the moms gonna have to get them there. Well, here's your essential duties. Okay, get a glimpse of all you'll experience as one of our game room attendants. <laughs> Welcome everyone. <laughs> Not just someone. Everyone. Greet our guests in a friendly, welcoming manner and provide the kind of service that consistently wows. So that's one. Keep the games going. Ensure that all games are working properly and help troubleshoot the occasional swipe card issue and or ticketing problem that may arise. Report major equipment problems to management. Yeah, you got to take care of those unexpected errors yeah. right away. Yes, the unexpected <laughs> errors, you know. Well, it sounds like they expect them sometimes. Yeah. So jump into the action. Come to the rescue of any guests who are having trouble <laughs> with playing or paying for. Play? I don't want to be <laughs> hey, playing wait. a game. This guy knocked me out of the way. Let me get this. I'll get past this boss. <laughs> there. You just won. That's What's your initials? Let me put them in for you. Do you say that they're paying for? You got to like. Well, pay you got to. Uh, you got to help guests who are having trouble with playing or paying for our games, and I'm to do so pay in a, for a game <laughs> friendly and timely manner. I think they mean what? like if if their credit card's not. Working. I know what they mean. It's, but I think that's. I think you should. It's like listen. Excuse I want to play the game, but I don't have any money. All right, here's my credit card. I know you are. How many games you want to play? <laughs> you are entitled to help me. You're an amusement game. attendant. <laughs> Amuse me now <laughs> with your credit card. <laughs> uh, let's see. What was the other one here? Sell the whole experience. Make our guests aware of. All the other great things your center has to offer. Bowling, billiards, food and drinks. Promote all this awesome fun and make suggestions as appropriate. Oh. <laughs> no, you seem to no really enjoy that video game there. You know what? I think what enhance this is some bowling. <laughs> Maybe a little working on the cue stick a little bit over there at the billiards. And no inappropriate yeah. uh, suggestions. Because it says when appropriate. Oh, when appropriate. Yeah, I thought that was appropriate. So, yeah. Yeah. Know the controls. Be able to accurately operate multiple POS systems while selling arcade cards to guests. <laughs> how many games and somebody's, how many things do I have to do? I've only got two, two hands. <laughs> well, while you're doing that, level up and unload stock and maintain the inventory level for your arcade's redemption center. I hope Ooh. these arcade games are on like wheels so I can push around. <laughs> I can't. Oh, give me your card. Let me go. I gotta unload the truck. I can't quit playing the game. The kid finishes his game. They go step to our redemption center. Yes. <laughs> that would be amusing. <laughs> Keep it clean. Maintain a clean and organized arcade area because nobody likes to play on sticky controls, right? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. What, well, oh, never mind. <laughs> we're getting we're getting to the end here. I'm I'm sorry. I'm dragging this one on, but it's funny. Um, who are you or who you are? I guess oh. it says who you are. What's the big difference? Well, you're who you are, not who are yeah. you. Who are you? Oh, who you are? Well, who, who are any of us? Yeah. Who are you? Who? <laughs> So yeah. this is who you are. So they're telling you. Yes. Okay. They're telling you who you are. Okay. You're friendly. Ah. You're detail-oriented. Okay. And perhaps mostly, most importantly, you love arcade games. I don't even have to be amusing. <laughs> That's no. great. No. Well, you're not done. You're great at oh. making people feel comfortable while monitoring the area to ensure guests are enjoying our games safely. You're diligent, proactive, <laughs> professional, who keeps an eye on the condition of our games. 
reports any technical issues to management and ensures the overall gaming experience is pleasant, easy to enjoy, and totally fun. Totally fun. Uh, and the only skills you need is a commitment to great service, friendly, gracious, willing to help, solid communication skills, solid team player, uh, proven success in school slash previous job experiences. So anyways, there's more, but I won't, uh, <laughs> I won't go any further. So I think that's the job to get right there is the amusement attendant. I think so. I think so. I mean, it's got it all. As yeah. long as you can keep up with everything. I, you, I, that you will be the difficulty to do all of those things. You know, I don't know that I can play multiple games while fixing people's cards and unloading the stock from the truck. Well, compare that to the packaging analyst who has to the wor- well, the world's weight on his shoulders. Yeah. You know, I'll just be an amusement attendant or the pizza dough stretcher. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd rather be the amusement attendant than the pizza dough stretcher. So, what was the what was the scrum positioning? It the never scrum, said what scrum it is. Master or what scrum was it master. Scrum master. Yeah. Now that sounds like an arcade game that you. It find. does. Yeah, it does. So, are you the scrum, scrum master? master? Yeah. Actually, that sounds more like the boss level. Yeah, you it must does. defeat the scrum, scrum master. <laughs> So, all right. Well, that's, uh, we, hopefully somebody can find a wow. job from that long list. Sorry yeah. that went on a little long tonight. Get a job. Um, well, there's a lot of jobs out there. A lot of jobs. Yeah. Uh, a lot of jobs. And you HR people out there, you need to, you know, some of these one word descriptions won't quite cut it. No. So that's it. All um, right. Get a job. Well, I think we'll delve into a little paranormal activity. All right. Uh, like I said, this started because I saw an ad on Hulu for they have some documentary. That supposedly takes place in like this section of California. And I don't have Hulu, so I didn't watch the documentary. I just watched the I have it, but I haven't three watched minute it. trailer. <clears throat> but supposedly this undercover journalist who's under you know, infiltrated cartels and gangs and everything, he went up and uh infiltrated this area and they they talked, they said there was this murder. Three guys were murdered on a dope farm. Okay, so it's like Yeah. And uh they said that were they foodies? This well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I think they were druggies. So I don't know. <laughs> but it said that Bigfoot or a Sasquatch type being killed them. And supposedly they're very they're very violent. So they were going on to this. I just picture I was like, okay, so they're on a dope farm first off. And that's what he, that's what they call it. Not my words. Okay, a dope farm. <laughs> I just picture the the scene. They got the crime. Tape Maybe it's up. not drugs. Maybe it's actual like dopes. <laughs> Maybe it is. It's both. Probably. They, they got the crime scene up. They've got the detective in this leather jacket. He's kneeled down. He's looking at everything. You know, car pulls up. The guy gets out with a dis- disheveled suit. He gets out. All right, what do we got, detective? Well, captain, we got three deceased males right here. Been dismembered. Uh, cannabis farm. Yeah, been a lot of, uh, you know, we've had some issues up here before with violence, with the drugs. Yep. Any suspects? Uh, yeah. It's Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Why, why would I not have thought that coming? Like, the prime Bigfoot. suspect. Let's see. It's a, it's a illegal drug operation. Cartels are constantly killing and murdering and dismembering people, but nope. It's probably Bigfoot. Yeah, probably. See, when I, when I see or hear dope farm, I imagine the field, <laughs> the plastic bags of the dope are like coming up out of the field. Coming in nice. Maybe it was year. Bigfoot's dope farm. Maybe they love marijuana. Maybe well, that's yeah. what they eat. Yeah. yeah. That's their crop. They, maybe these yeah. guys were trespassing on yeah. Bigfoot's dope farm. 
Yeah, he might I, have a whole operation going. He could. I don't know, but so so that that got me thinking. We have you know big. I, I was listening to a podcast too, and it was talking about UFOs. Of course, that has been in the news. They're supposedly yeah. we're going to release some information. And now, who knows? It's probably nothing because they always build this up, this big thing, and then it's like nothing really. But uh, there's also there was this talk. I heard uh, on a different podcast they were talking about, and they got into alternate dimensions or parallel dimensions supposedly going on. And then, you know, of course, you have the old school. The upside the upside down? The upside down. Well, the old school, you got Loch Ness Monster. You don't hear much about the Loch Ness Monster. No, Ness. When I was a kid, no, back gotta... in the 70s, that was a huge thing. Yes. I was worried to death. We lived by a lake when I was a kid, and I was worried to death that there was like a Loch Ness Monster <laughs> in the lake. I was more worried about Jaws, but... <laughs> Josh. And Bigfoot. Bigfoot was huge in the 70s. Oh, yeah. You don't hear a lot about Bigfoot. Well, no, unless you retire. He's a dope farmer now. Well, yeah. He, <laughs> he's, got no. he's like Jimmy Buffett. He's listening yeah. to Margaritaville. Yeah. Out his dope way farm. more money in dope than, yeah. you know. I wonder if he's got a package analyst. around and getting filmed on 8 millimeters. There wasn't much money in that. <laughs> no. I wonder if he's got a package analyst on his farm. <laughs> Maybe he does. <laughs> or a scrum master. Yes. I used to be, you know, I used to be terrified of Bigfoot in the 70s. I mean. Yeah. One of the movies I saw, I might have mentioned this a long time ago on the podcast, but one of the movies I saw as a kid was about Bigfoot, and he like smashes his hand through a bathroom window and grabs a guy off the toilet. <laughs> I was scared to death to go to the bathroom. That Maybe may be part we, of my- You don't like to make noise in the bathroom. You don't want anybody to hear you. You're afraid Big- Bigfoot's going to get you, so you got to pee real quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why I bought a house with both bathrooms upstairs. Bigfoot's tall. He's not that tall. He could climb up there. <laughs> Great. Now I can't. Go- <laughs> I got to build another story. What's that third story? It's just bathrooms. There's no windows. Just bathrooms. Underground. Like- They're Bigfoot proof. Yeah, underground. And I, I did used to be, uh, you know, kind of uh, fearful that he'd break through the window and, you know, pull you off the toilet. <laughs> That would that would not be a good way to go. That would not be a good way to go. <laughs> but yeah, so they had the alternate dimensions and, and all that's going on and, and the Bigfoot. He might be stressed and need a stress sausage or something. <laughs> <laughs> might be pulling more than pizza dough. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh. So you didn't have any of these uh rational fears that we had. <laughs> so you weren't scared of anything like no, that as a kid? No, my my thing was like ghosts. I, I hate the idea of ghosts. So like ghost movies. I yep. cannot watch ghost movies. Um Courtney, my wife, made me watch one one time and the the bad ghost or whatever from that movie, I for like weeks. Even and this is when I was like eighteen, nineteen, <laughs> I still can't I have to turn the light on to go to the it's like I, I that stuff just messes with my head. Yep. So I do not watch the ghost They're movies. They're real. Hey. <laughs> I hate movies with dolls to this day, like demon dolls or whatever. See, they come I, can, I can be there with you. I, I cannot. Yeah, I'm not a big doll fan. I just, dolls freak me out anyway, and then yeah. they throw that in. It's like, no, no, I'm out on that. Well, the thing with ghosts is like, for for me, it's like, you can't, what are you supposed to do with a ghost? If it's a ghost, it's going to do what it wants. Like, you can't. But what can it do? Well, apparently, <laughs> it can go through walls. Well, yeah, but okay, so, okay, it comes dreams. walking through the wall. Okay. Well, there's nothing you can do about it. It's just going to do But it can't do it anything to you. If it tried, it would just go right to you. <laughs> well, that's not how that movie works. <laughs> also, sometimes it goes through stuff. Sometimes it doesn't. It seems like a pothole. <laughs> Did you say a pothole? Plot oh. hole. But my brain doesn't know. know that. That's, what, that's the bad part about it. So do you oh. have any paranormal stories or anything that happened to you? No, not nothing. really. 
Did the Coal Hollow Road monster ever come to your house out, you know, by Groveland? For out those there? of you that don't know, Coal Hollow Road is a road that's around here. Yes, it's nearby. And back in the seventies, yeah, so there was uh, some teenagers that said that a, a monster, kind of a Bigfoot type deal, yeah, or truck. Yeah, and then years and years later, they came out and debunked it and said it was all just made. Up. Like, I mean, we kind of knew that, but yeah, but people would come, oh, like no, Bigfoot hunters real. would come here and they would look for the coal. Coal Hollow uh, yeah. monster. And my parents live, yeah, really close to uh, Coal Hollow. Yeah, so, they're close. Uh, we did get a lot of critters out there, but not the not monster. that I'm aware. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could have been in the bathroom. He could have pulled you off the toilet. <laughs> you would have had to punch through walls or whatever to get to. to oh, you had no windows. Up. Oh, not in the bathroom. Oh, no. you guys didn't have windows in your bathroom. No, Bigfoot's strong. He could punch Break a tree. hole. He could punch a hole through a wall. He just have to line it up, I guess. Right there. there he is, right there. And There's the toilet. Well, he would look for the uh, the sewer pipe stack coming out of your roof, yeah. and he would know right below that's the the toilet. He'd come down there and scratch a little X on the wall, and <laughs> punch right through it and pull, pull you right you through. Off. <laughs> so I do. I again, I'm a skeptic to all this stuff: UFOs, Loch Ness monster, Bigfoot. I I believe there's weird things can happen, but I don't. I don't necessarily believe that any of that stuff is real, but. I do have a story <clears throat> that I will tell. This is an actual true story, so take it we can't however you want. I don't, I don't know how you would do it, but back <laughs> we'll get in the, the mystery day, science theater guys, back not mystery the, science, but the uh, who are those guys that debunk stuff? Yeah, uh, I know those the MythBusters. Yeah, yeah. MythBusters. Yeah. We'll get those guys on it. Back at, this was probably <laughs> 1990. I would say I, was I working, remember <laughs> I was back in there, and it can't it cost a nickel? <laughs> no. Back in 1990, I was working third shift at a grocery store. And at the time, it would close at midnight. And then uh, me and the night manager, whoever happened to be on that shift, would work. We had to work uh, unloading the trucks, facing the shelves. Okay. so And then we just worked till we were done, and then we'd go home, which was usually anywhere from 3.30 to 4.30 in the morning. <clears throat> or sometimes later, just depending on the size of the truck. So we get all done, and when you, and when you're all done, you take you, you we would each take a, a walk. So like, you kind of go down the middle aisle, and you, one would turn right, one would turn left. You go, you go into the stock room because we had a stock room that kind of went around the whole store in the back where people, were, you know, and we had checked all the doors, checked the lights, made sure everything was locked. Boom, everything's locked. We did our walk through the store, checked all the stock rooms, nothing out there, nobody there. We come back up front, then <clears throat> the manager would. Flip the lights off, and we'd walk out, and he'd lock the door. We're leaving. So he's there, and this was Bob. Who, <laughs> Greg knows Bob Domasinski. Yep. He works with me. Good guy. We get all done. He's like, everything checked? Yeah. He's like, all right, well, thanks for another good night at work. I said, yeah, no problem. Got that truck done pretty quick. He's like, good. Let's get out of here. And as we're sitting there, we hear this noise, and it's the sound of a grocery cart back in the stock room. I mean, it's the noise is coming from the stock room, but it's of a, a grocery cart, and it's rolling. <laughs> And then we hear it run into like one of the shelves. <laughs> we both just stood there looking to the back and then we, it was almost like a movie. We looked at each other. Bob looks dead at me and says, I didn't hear anything. I said, me neither. He flipped the lights off and we went out and locked the door. He's like, nope, I didn't hear anything. Next day, nobody said a word. I have no idea. There was nothing that would have pushed that cart. I mean, we had empty carts back there, but it was a level floor. I don't know why. But that was a little freaky. 
Maybe you it was know, a floating head start teacher. It might have been. It was, you know, <laughs> 4.30 at night or in the morning, and it's dark, and it's like, I'm not walking back to that stock room and checking that out. That's nope. scary. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, used to, I was I, more afraid <clears throat> that it would still a homeless guy or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, you never know. <clears throat> I mean, somebody could have hit out in the store. You don't, yeah. You know, so you I'm like, know. yep, Bob, yeah, Bob, look at me. I didn't hear anything. I was like, me neither. He's like, good. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> Bigfoot was, uh, he was waiting to get his groceries. Yeah. Yep. Still, that, left. Well, that's when he shopped. Yeah. Is that yeah. night like yeah. that? So anyway, or a ghost. Anyway, that's my, that's my one weird woo story. Yeah. So, I had a, I mean, I had a, it, this was, I guess explained, but I, similar, I, I used to manage Walgreens stores and I'm, I was managing a store in kind of a rough part of Peoria. And one night I'm in bed. It's about 1 a.m. And it is storming like crazy outside. And I get a call from the security company. Uh, your store's alarm system is going off. And I'm like, oh. so I jump in my car, drive over there. They said the police would meet me there. I get there, no cops. And I'm looking at the store, you know, I'm like, what do I, what am I going to do here? They, they said I need to go in and reset this alarm. So I gingerly get out of my car and. I think I did a head first dive over the counter to the light switch panel and turned every all the way light, into the store. Every light in the building on as quick as I could get them turned on. Um, never did find anybody in there. Don't know why it went that off. That way, the, the robbers were then there would have a clear shot at you. Not just- <laughs> hey, I wanted lights. I did not want to be in the dark in this no, store by myself. <laughs> so, so there was that. And then, you know, we talked earlier, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before too, that Lori and I saw a UFO once, yeah, yeah. um, that we were out on a walk. This, this thing went over us that, you know, it looked fairly low and you could actually kind of see like the shell of like a, a hull of something like a, I don't know, airplane or whatever. But the, the, the thing that was weird about it is it didn't make any noise. It just went just right uh, overhead. Just no yeah, noise. That's odd. And there were lights on the underside of it. And, you know, we kind of looked at each other and was like, what's that? Was that, was that an airplane? We were like, I don't know, no noise. <laughs> and so we, Went back to uh, her parents' house, and then I left. And uh, well, we told her parents. We said, "Yeah, we we saw a, a weird, you know, a UFO or something like that, or a plane or something. We don't know what it was." And the next day, in the paper, this thing was spotted over Kentucky, Illinois, Wisconsin, yeah, all through weird. the Midwest. This thing was seen, and nobody could explain what it was. So and then that, for weeks at dinner, you would take and mound your mashed potatoes up into a giant tower. Yes. You know, <laughs> close the counters. I like did. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that would be mine. I don't. You know, we've talked about it before. I don't think any probing went on or anything as far as, well, that, as, far as that's always. I don't good. remember that's, it at least if good. you know yeah. if it did. So. so my other thought on this is if you do believe in this stuff, at what point in a relationship? It could be a romantic relationship. Could just be plutonic friends or whatever but at what point do you tell the person do you divulge this like is it your first date (laughs) are you like telling hi how are you good what do you do for a living oh i'm an accountant how about you oh i work at a pharmacy oh nice yep i've got a a mustang i drive i own a home oh and bigfoot's real (laughs) there might not be a second date i mean that might be the end so do you wait till third date tenth date after you're married, well, if you're hardcore into it, I mean, it's probably uh, one of the things you're maybe bringing that's where you met the person. Yeah, yeah, you're bringing it up right away. I'd maybe so. have to tell my date 
you may have to wait till you get home to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have you going here. No. <laughs> I don't want to be responsible when the hand comes through the window. Do you, do you pee real quiet? Cause if not, you can't go into my house. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't I've want got, I've got a there. sensor in there. <laughs> Cause it's like the it's like the quiet place, you know. Bigfoot yeah. senses that pee noise. Yeah, that's what I was when you were. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yep. So, also, I I feel like these different people too. They each, I think that they have kind of their own look. Now, some people won't, but I I think that if we took all a bunch of people and we brought them in here and we said, okay, here's twenty people, and there's a group of them that are Bigfoot enthusiasts or believers. UFO believers, like the Loch Ness Monster and the Parallel Dimension, I feel like we'd have a pretty good shot at pulling them out and putting them in their proper group just on what they look like. I would agree. I would, I, I would, I, maybe. I, yeah. I, I mean, there's going to be some crossover. There's going to be some. I'm trying to pick, picture people I know that have, you know, okay, so Mike represents the ghost fear people. Uh, <laughs> so does he have a look? I didn't have ghosts down in here, to be honest with you, because I, I put ghosts a little bit different, I guess. Well, I don't know. So like, I didn't really think So like Lori and I with the UFOs. Do you believe? We, we, are you a UFO well, enthusiast? Or? Well, I could be. Okay. I, I don't see enough tinfoil around the head, like around the head, so. Yeah. See, I picture the Bigfoot people, though. They, they kind of look yeah. like Grizzly Adams, or they got a lot of well, hair. Well, Dan, Dan is a Bigfoot yeah. person. And, and I picture my the, friend. the women have the big frizzy hair. Now, this is all, you know. This is all just me making this up. I figure, like they look like, yeah, they they could they could believe in big. They could be a baby Bigfoot. Actually, <laughs> they could be a, pro- a okay, product yeah. of two Bigfoot so or here- a Bigfoot and and some unsuspecting person that gets pulled out of a bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> that could be that. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe that's how you get Bigfoot. <laughs> well, here's uh, here's my theory. So there used to be an Animal Planet show. I think uh, some show, some network. Used to have a Bigfoot show um, recently, a few years ago. Uh, my brother would watch it. I don't know. What, he, I think my brother's got a thing, too, that he thinks Bigfoot is out there. Does he? I don't think he's paranoid is going to get him through the bathroom. But, <laughs> but I think he you believes You think he's a Bigfoot. believer in Bigfoot, though? Yeah, I think so. Mm, I think we'll so. Have to look at, is he great? Maybe we can right have now. him as a guest. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he can explain it. I don't know. Maybe he could. Yeah. I never got into that, but I think he's into it. Yeah. Uh, but there was a guy on that show... Who was like six nine, some behemoth of a guy, super hairy, super bushy. I'm like that guy is Bigfoot. <laughs> like that guy made his way onto the show to throw everyone off his trail. Yeah, he's just like I'm gonna be Bigfoot. Clean himself up <clears throat> a little bit. <laughs> he went <laughs> to man- was- Manscaped.com, <laughs> got cleaned up. Came- <laughs> so I'm gonna pass myself off yeah. as a human. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think I, that's what was going think- on. And that- they're not even a sponsor. They're not. They should be. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I think that's very possible. <clears throat> that was my theory, at least. Like, yeah. That guy has got to be Bigfoot. But I don't feel like there is a lot of crossover between those groups. I mean, I think that there there is some, but I think like the UFO people. I think they they're a little more. I think they look a little normal, more yeah, normal. But when you say more mainstream, yeah, when I say and, normal. I, and like I was kind of kidding because you know Lori and I saw something. We don't know what it was, but we're not like ufo enthusiast and you know the whole area 51 and all that stuff you know yeah those people i think you're right you could probably i feel like the lot of monster people look like uh, colonel mcbragg i don't know if <laughs> from the safari hats and <laughs> yes, for all you know, the old you know the scottish guys probably because he's from scotland but yeah. uh, and then the alternate dimension people i picture like they're just disheveled if you go to their house they have like 
a bulletin board with different colored yarn pointing to all kinds of pictures and stuff. <laughs> they don't make sense half the time. Uh, yeah, so they're they're out there. There was the one guy too who was on that uh, ancient alien show. You mm-hmm. see the meme of him, you know, mm-hmm. like aliens. Yeah, his hair is all like slicked yeah. back, and uh, yeah, he kind of looks like the the whole. Uh, one of the, the, the Rick and Morty guys. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I picture yeah. the alternate dimension people like. What about the flat earthers? Oh, they're, yeah, they're well, a whole nother. That's a we whole. learned from Mad Mike, it's, oof, it's yeah. tough to be a flat there's, earther. You know what? You could go down a whole wormhole because there's people that don't believe that space is real. There's people that don't believe in birds. There's people that don't believe in, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. It's like, right. Why? Why is this? But the other thing I, I forgot, I was wanting to touch on that this isn't, this isn't to that level, but uh, one other thing that I kind of went down a rabbit hole on. Listen, because there's umpteen different. I don't believe in rabbit holes. <laughs> I don't believe in rabbit holes either. <laughs> but the true crime shows, the people that are into the true crime shows, they're insane. Oh yeah, they're there's insane. A, there are a ton of them out yeah. there too. Well, and I'm going to tell you what. This is this is being generalization. A majority of them are women that are into the true crime shows. Mm-hmm. Now. My wife doesn't like violence, doesn't like all, I'd watch action movies, doesn't like, but she got to where she likes the John Wick movies and they're ultra violent. I'm like, you like these? And then I find out she's watching some TV show about three women that are into money laundering and they're taking on like the, the I do watch the that gangsters one. and stuff. They're murdering people. I'm like, you know, I'm getting a little nervous now. <laughs> You're all into John Wick. You're into these other shows. If she starts taking on to these true crime podcasts, I, I'm, I might be. Don't believe the suicide note. I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> you better be careful because one of the uh, don't do it. You better be be careful because one of the uh, husbands in that movie wound up in jail. Well, I thought you were say dead. <laughs> no, he wound up in jail. Well, uh, my wife or in that show, she has been. Also big into that stuff. Uh, her favorite sleep with one eye open, Mike. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> her pod, the podcast that she listens to all the time is my favorite murder, where it's like two women talk about all these oh, crime yeah. stories and people getting killed and murder. It's like, man, why do they want to listen? To it's that? grisly. It I mean, it's, it's, like, it's yeah. And I would say, you know, Lori really doesn't go out of her way to watch those things, but. She would, you know, if I want to watch a comedy, she would just as much want to watch like Dateline or something like that. See, I but, have, I just don't have know. an interest in that. Yeah. But that's me. I'm like you. I, I get enough get... depression and stuff just in my regular life at work. <laughs> I need to escape from that. I don't want to talk, get more yeah. of it. I mean, if she's watching it, I can get into the show that she's watching. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Can, there are some compelling stories yeah. to them. I will, I will grant you that. And I got to say, I read almost every Dexter book too. <laughs> no, didn't. So is that the guy who kills people? Yeah, or, he's the uh, vigilante, kills... vigilante type of. Oh, okay, gotcha. He's got a thing where he needs to kill, yeah. and he does it by killing bad people. Gotcha. Well, I'm which gonna... does not really make it right. But <laughs> I know we're running a little long. I got two more things. Yeah, I'm go ahead. Segue. Hit it. Uh, this segues into this. You got a segue? Yeah. Well, we got a little bit of a really uh, nice. our own little mystery here. I saw on a local newspaper. Ooh. It says, where's Peoria meteorologist Jesse <laughs> Oh, Gingon? yeah. He's, he's no longer with the, the local TV station. This was the headline. So Bigfoot got him while he's like, sitting on the toilet. Maybe. Or UFO. <laughs> he could be being probed right he now. Could, we don't we know speak. what is happening or pulled into a parallel Do you dimension. Do Bigfoot pulls the people off the toilet and gives them to the aliens to probe? Maybe he does. 
Maybe he does. <laughs> and they supply him with dope farms. <laughs> yeah. It's all, that's, yeah. it's all it's a game. It's all a circuit. It's yeah. all a racket. Yeah. They're all in it together. Yeah. All these. Loch Ness Monsters, Sasquatch, the UFOs. Well, and then they take all the people to a different dimension. Yeah. And, you know. Yep. So, anyway, this Jesse, he's just gone. Where is he? Where well, is Jesse? Well, that's very good. It says, where is Jesse? He's no longer with the local station. So I thought, oh, this is a short article. Where did he go? It says, after four years, meteorologist Jesse Ginn is no longer with WEEK. He was featured as the station's morning newscast. And uh, on a post Monday he, that generated more than 600 comments, he said that he was no longer with the station but did not specify a reason for his exit. His post just said, I received so many messages asking where I've been. I am no longer with W-E-E-K. Says he's grateful for the time that he was here, and he thanks everyone who supported him. So the the newspaper also contacted the station himself with the the director, and it said uh, all they would say is that Jesse Ginn is no longer employed at W-E-E-K. It goes in here and talks about they've hired a, a replacement, Joe Struss, who's going to be on the morning show. And it says that uh, the last paragraph here says, along with its sister station, Heart of Illinois, ABC, uh, it, they recently changed hands earlier this year. Atlanta-based Gray Television announced a $925 million purchase of the TV and radio properties owned by Quincy Media, including WEEK. What if they'd want to buy our podcast? HLI. Maybe. We'd sell it for a little less than that. <laughs> and that's where it ends. So the headline, where is Peoria meteorologist Jesse Ginn? They know what we don't know. We still don't know where Jesse is through this whole article. Well, we know where he's not. He's not where he's not at W E E K. Not at W E E K. Well, you know how we've always said, you know, how can a weather guy be wrong so often and keep their jobs? Maybe, Maybe he, he was did. wrong one too many times. That is very, very possible. The weather people got him. All right. Well, this the weather people. Maybe Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, Bigfoot's ticked about the weather. <laughs> okay. This last article is about pole dancing. <laughs> now, Woo-hoo! this is from China. China. <laughs> China. Apparently, Chinese social media says it's horrified after a video emerged of pole dance at a wedding. So they were, they were upset. A lot of the people in China were upset that there is now you can have pole dancer at a wedding, I guess. And it's been on a few different social medias. So they don't like that at all. They don't want it at the wedding. They're ticked off at it. It's a nice spot to have a pole dancer. And you know what? You know, a wedding pole dancer is like 10 times the cost of a regular pole dancer because it says wedding. You know, just wedding flowers cost you more. Wedding tables cost you more. Wedding pole dancer is going to kill you. I see, it's the, going the women, to be a I see them talking after the wedding. Who is that pole dancer? I want to get them for ours. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and I wonder if it's, I wonder if, you know, if there's people over there that kind of how you do here, you want to save money. So you do a lot of things yourself. We can't afford the pole dancer. Maybe I can get my cousin to, <laughs> so this, you know, I got one making the flowers. I got one that'll do some pole dancing for us because <laughs> I, I really want some pole dancing at the, at the wedding. <laughs> is this the groom's contribution to this? I want to. I want to add something to it. Oh, you want to do yeah. the flowers? I think more pole dancing. Yeah. You got the string quartet. <laughs> I'll get the pole dancer. Yes, yes. Uh, so I found that very, very odd to say the least. Well, you know, China—they're kind of known for their, you know, 
like gymnast in the Olympics and stuff. Maybe they're just practicing. You know, during the wedding, they got a gymnast up there, you know, practicing. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> that, you could try to sell it that way. <laughs> uh, but even more interesting about this story was what it said here in this, this second little. Or maybe it's a Polish person that's up there dancing. <laughs> it says, pole dance. It could be. Pole dancers are commonly hired for car shows and sometimes funerals. What? <laughs> <laughs> See, to me, that is the headline. <laughs> That's yeah. the lead. Not that somebody had it at a wedding and people are upset about it. It says, but an appearance at a wedding has generated controversy. So we're all right with it at the funeral, yeah, yeah, but by golly, you had better not have a pole dancer at that wedding. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we are going to, we're going to stop the world if this happens. She wears a black thong at the funerals. <laughs> a veil. <laughs> They're putting it together. You know, dad, he, he was big into baseball, so we should have some baseball memorabilia. And I think he'd really want a pole dancer. <laughs> you know, what? Listen, I don't want, it's what dad would have wanted. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to, I can't imagine that the music's real upbeat either. You're trying to pole dance to like some bagpipe music. <laughs> Swinging around real somber and slow. Well, most of the Chinese music I've heard is a little odd anyways. It's like. Well, that, in your opinion, maybe some well, people really like it. For the, the Chinese but people probably it, love it, but just my own opinion. Did it specify whether it's Chinese funerals well, it was a, or is it any funerals? Well, it was well, in, China, was in China. China. Well, it was in China. So it probably would make it Chinese. It says pole dancers <laughs> are commonly hired for car shows and sometimes, I like this, and sometimes funerals in remote areas. Get <laughs> the farmers. Listen, we don't get to town much. So when we get to town for a funeral, we gotta like make it one thing. We gotta combine all this stuff together. So we like to have some drinking, a pole dancer, the funeral, all of it at one shot. And then we'll go back out to the country. Yeah, it's the deceased request uh, his casket remain open throughout the funeral service. <laughs> no. Do they take the pole dancer? To the gravesite? Maybe that's where the, the travel pole <laughs> Yeah, they got the little speaker that's crackly. And <laughs> if you have a travel pole? Why, yes, I do. Hey, that is not what we're talking about. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. One wedding planner said the idea was vulgar, and they would never organize a pole dancing for a wedding. <laughs> a funeral? That's a different story. Well, you expected it. Well, know. yeah, it's just, you know, it's a car right. shows. Yeah, yeah. A car shows. Standard, standard. I've been to several car shows. I have never seen a pole dancer at a car show either. <laughs> I don't know. Why. I did see a pole dancer on the beach in Florida one time. Really? Yeah. I don't I've go got to pictures. those kind of beaches, I guess. <laughs> I've got pictures. <laughs> I bet you do. That wouldn't be good at all. Lori was with me. Yeah. With this gal. Yeah, just keep swinging. You're showing us something there. Go ahead. <laughs> that would look really good at a wedding. <laughs> You know what? When I die, I want you to have a couple pole dancers for me as well. You know, I wonder what if they went to a lot of strip clubs? Would they give them like a 21 pole salute? They have 21 of them come out. Or do you do have seven of them that just do three dances? Yeah, I guess either way would work. I... Send them into the center casket, please. <laughs> She'll be <laughs> performing to his favorite song. <laughs> kind of hard to pole dance to like Amazing Grace. Yeah. That's so what I said with the bagpipes going. They got the bagpiper out there blowing on the bagpipes. And 
and she's just real slow. Real slow. <laughs> Round around like this is the most boring pole dance I've ever this seen. The most depressing pole dance I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, so anyway, yeah. So there you go. Uh it does say that the dancer was wearing a black face mask and short and well, that's, for oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's yeah. for I think this was for the wedding though. Oh. It's this is from the South China Morning Post, so it's a little broken up here while I'm trying to read it. But yeah. Is it appropriate performing such a dance when elderly, the young and children were having dinner together? Oh, this and is some relatives. So this was this was the wedding. I like how nobody is upset dinner that it's at the funeral. None. <laughs> Somebody said, she danced really well, but this is not the occasion for pole dancing. <laughs> it's very odd. It is odd to have a, a wedding. Um, well, you kind of think, a, I don't know, in my mind, and maybe this is stereotyping, but China seems like a more traditional, traditional, proper, kind of, you know, steeped in tradition. I mean, I don't know. You don't see in like old movies about China stuff, pole dancing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, here's one more thing. So down towards the very end, <clears throat> they're talking to a wedding planner. Said pole dancing was not common practice and not generally considered appropriate. Said there might be such hot dances in rural areas to attract attendance at funerals or weddings. <laughs> Listen, nobody like Mike. We can't get anybody here. How are we going to get people to show pole up? Dancer. Oh, we'll put a pole dancer there. <laughs> They'll come to just show their respect. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, we had to have a pole dancer for dad because he was such a jerk. <laughs> so we had to get people there. So, yeah, but, but well, not the, in the urban areas. I find it very vulgar and would not design such a performance at a wedding reception. So there you the, go. Uh, the banks and the local businesses are out of ones. <laughs> and, then the <laughs> and do you think they, uh, like the pole dancer, like advertises I do the ceremony or I'll do the reception or both? Maybe. Maybe they do both. Yeah. The service. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like the DJ, you know. Yeah. They, they could, they could. When when you get the little paper on there that tells you about who the pole bears and everything, <laughs> pole dancer, <laughs> pole dancer, cinnamon, pole dancer, whatever. I keep going to cinnamon. He's got something with cinnamon. I, I can't think of another name, but jasmine. I don't know some kind of a flower or herb or spice. That's what. They, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! So there you go. Coming to the U.S. soon, I'm sure. Uh, pole dancing funerals wow. and weddings. Yeah. And car shows. And, and car shows. I, the car show, I could almost say, I mean, I wouldn't do it, but I was, okay, that, whatever. But a wedding is odd and the funeral is <laughs> the, no, the that's worst. Weirder. That's yeah. just the worst. I, maybe we'll have, uh, <laughs> pole, pole dancing gender reveal parties. <laughs> now when she spins <laughs> over, if she's got on a blue thong, it's a boy. <laughs> Oh, pink thong. Oh, no. I got a girl. Now that, Not again. That has to have already happened. For sure. That might have. For yeah. sure. That might yeah. have. Uh, oh, my goodness. So, anyway, that's all I got. I have got nothing else. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hopefully, you, you'll tune in in seven days for some more insanity yeah i need to go out and look for some uh, ufos now yeah yeah i'm gonna go grab my I think mike water. said he's gonna go to some funerals this weekend <laughs> <laughs> better watch there might be a ghost there yeah i'm gonna bring my holy water with me <laughs> so anyway uh that'll do it for us thanks for listening and uh we'll talk at you in seven days see ya later later
Well, that wraps up another episode. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to subscribe. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.